0: The human body is roughly 60% water. After just three days without water, we can die. It is necessary for the electrical impulses that run our bodies. So you would think it would be glaringly obvious that staying hydrated is essential for life and good health. But it never ceases to amaze me how many people do not drink an adequate amount of water. Oh, coffee and soft drinks by the gallons, yes. But water? How boring. Dean Martin once famously said of his pal Frank Sinatra, It's Frank's world. We're just living in it. I'm beginning to believe the 21st century update of that line is, It's Starbucks world. We're just living in it. How many people do you know who say things like, Don't talk to me before my first cup of coffee. Or, I can't get through the day without my caffeine. Is this really how we should be living? Dependent on a beverage? And once you're addicted to those caffeine jolts, if for some reason you don't have it, you wind up with a killer withdrawal headache. Plus, depending on how you order it, These drinks are often laced with the two biggest no-nos, sugar and dairy. There are better ways to get energy, and I will discuss them later in this book. As for soft drinks, the consensus of the health authorities I've talked with consider them the single worst thing people can put in their bodies. One doctor shocked me on the air by going this far. If a patient forced me to choose whether I'd rather they smoke or drink soda pop, forgive me, but I'd come down on the side of smoking. What does that tell you? He'd pick the leading preventable cause of death over so-called soft drinks. An ironic appellation considering there may be nothing harder on your system. The light bulb should be going on for you that there is a distinct difference between fluids and pure water. Beverages are fluids, but there is no substitute for water. Physicians will tell you the underlying cause of two of our most common ailments, headaches and constipation, is simply dehydration, insufficient water. So how much should you be drinking? Dr. Bhatman Ghali, who wrote what is widely considered the definitive book on the subject, Your Body's Many Cries for Water, and who was a fascinating radio guest, arrived at a simple formula. Take your body weight, divide that number in half, and that's the number of ounces of water each day he recommends. Being that my diet is mostly raw food, thereby high in water content— I've found through trial and error that my ideal number is a bit below half my body weight. Upon rising, I'll drink a tall glass of water. At midday, another. But not just any water will do. On the advice of my mentor, George, tap water has not passed my lips since I was a teenager. Now, I'm well aware of studies showing there are cities where treatment of their tap water is actually better than some bottom-end bottled water companies. It can be a real minefield out there for the consumer. So here's where I landed in my quest for the best quality water. A brilliant scientist made a convincing case on one of my programs that Distilled water was the way to go. As he astutely pointed out to me, it is the only water that must follow strict guidelines to be bottled as labeled. A national brand that delivers a particularly good product in my opinion is Smart Water by Glosso. Apart from water, I'm a fan of juicing. It allows you to compress a lot of nutrition in one 8-ounce glass. Each night, about a half hour before my salad, I juice a combination of carrots, celery, and ginger, to which I add a teaspoon of a powdered formulation called You're My Everything, developed by the aforementioned Barbara Rogers. I then throw in a small scoop of another green powder, Amazing Grass. It's my way of doubling down on my intake of greens, beyond just my salad, because Green is where it's at. More about juicing in the next section covering fasting. I readily acknowledge there are many varieties of non-caffeinated herbal teas that have therapeutic value. I have used and benefited from them in years past. I have merely prioritized water and juicing as my fluids of choice. One of the most influential books I read as I began my quest to hold back the hands of time was Rational Fasting and the Mucusless Diet Healing System by Professor Arnold Errett. The book was given to me by my voice teacher, Vince Mastro, who, as of this recording, is 85 years old and is still singing, may I add, better than ever, in shows around the country, as well as being a working PGA golf teacher. Yes, quite a guy. In his book, Professor Eric explained why periodic fasting can be of great benefit to us. Digesting meals is the hardest work our bodies do on a day-to-day basis. The bigger and heavier the meal, the harder the work. Giving your system occasional breaks from digesting solid food allows it to divert that energy to repairing and rejuvenating the body as a whole. It also gives your system time to catch up on eliminating any backed-up toxins. People generally report an almost magical effect from this process, usually accompanied by greater mental clarity. As a rule, I use the beginning of the change of each season to start my fasts. My juicer gets a real workout then as I am typically juicing six times a day, roughly every two to three hours to keep blood sugar levels fairly consistent and so as not to be hungry. Here's a sample day of juicing to give you an idea of what I do. Glass one, apple strawberry glass two, honeydew melon, glass three, grape, glass four, carrot, beet, and spinach, glass five, kale and cabbage, glass six, sweet potato. Each day I'll plug in different fruits and vegetables for variety. I fast a minimum of three days, but it's not unusual for me to go a week, depending on how I'm feeling and other circumstances, such as the practicality of doing it if I, say, need to travel or attend a social function. I highly recommend coming off any fast with at least a couple of days of 100% raw food to make the transition back to eating smoother. I once came off a 21-day fast at a huge restaurant buffet. (laughs) Big mistake. Too shocking for the body. The one-two punch of fasting into a total raw food diet is powerful. Over the years, I have seen very little, including life-threatening illnesses, that could not be overcome by this regimen. It's the closest thing I know of to a cure-all.